Do you know who's behind your email? What do they fund? Are they building a culture you want to be a part of? This Advent, break up with Big Tech and reboot your email with FIDE. Look us up, F-I-D-E-I. There's a link in the description box below. That's FIDE, how Catholics send email. Francis's canceling of various priests and bishops is gaining more and more attention and more pushback from various outspoken critics of his. And today, I'm presenting to you a letter from a bishop that Francis has a long history of tussling with. Back in his the bad old days of him just, or maybe good old days, of him just being merely the Cardinal Archbishop of Buenos Aires, he had a sparring partner, we'll call him, Archbishop Hector Agur of La Plata, Argentina, the, probably the second most important diocese in Argentina. This was a archbishop who, on the day of his 75th birthday, he dutifully submitted his resignation as was required by canon law, and Francis, within hours, accepted it and had him removed from his diocese. He now lives in isolation, essentially, or at least away from any ecclesial influence. But he is still in contact with various priests and bishops who write to him to tell him what it's like being a priest under Francis, especially in places where the Episcopate are going to just blindly follow him, regardless of what he says and does. And so here today, we have a letter where he talks about this, and he invokes Bishop Strickland. And this letter was penned clearly before Cardinal Burke was brought into this whole mess of cancellation. Otherwise, he would have absolutely invoked him here. But here, his exercise is pretty straightforward. Bishop Archbishop Agur makes it obvious that for all of his bluster and rhetoric about invoking Vatican II and being the true implementation of the vaunted council and all the rest of it, Francis himself rather overtly violates the norms of Vatican II. And it's interesting to see this invoked because, you know, I've never hidden the fact that I'm not exactly a fan of Vatican II and that I do hope that a future pope will at the very least go through those documents and correct them because there are errors there, as Bishop Schneider has himself admitted, if not go further. But it is good, I think, to have more moderate bishops step up and say, no, you are hypocritically invoking this council while violating most of its important documents, the ones that nobody debates. Like Here he refers to a document about diocesan priests from the council that literally no one ever debates in the debates about Vatican II. It's not, it's not a controversial document, really. Uh, but here he goes through this and just points out the hypocrisy of Francis and how he is clearly a break from John Paul II and Benedict XVI, who had, a, for whatever else you may say about them, they had a res- great deal of respect for diocesan priests because they saw what was obviously true. The church in the modern day relies heavily on diocesan priests. You cannot work for the salvation of souls, the education of the faithful, the distribution of the sacraments, and everything else that the church does on a daily basis without having a healthy respect for your priests. So with that, here's Archbishop Hector Agur, the old uh, verbal sparring partner in Argentina with uh, Francis, correcting fraternally Francis and warning the faithful about what's going on when it comes to the cancellation of good priests. Slandered priests cancelled priests. A letter from Archbishop Hector Agur, the Archbishop Emeritus of La Plata, Argentina, dated the 28th of November, 2023. 
Several priests who follow the teachings of Pope Francis with attention have expressed to me their dismay and sorrow because they have recorded how often His Holiness denigrates priests. He has called them bitter, cod-faced spincers, sacramental clerks, ambitious gossipers, climbers, and other denigrating epithets. A lack of justice and charity. There are thousands of priests in the world. Among them, there are some to whom some of the epithets of Francis's accusations at accumulate are applicable. But this generalizations in sermons, catechetical texts, messages contradict the truth. And what is scandalous is that they depart radically from the affirmations of the Second Vatican Council, which dedicated the decree Presbyterium Ordinis to the ministry and life of priests. I quote some passages from that text. Quote, Configured to Christ the priest by the sacrament of holy orders, they certainly receive the sign and gift of so great a vocation and grace that they feel capable and obliged in the same human weakness to pursue perfection according to the word of the Lord. Be perfect as the Father who is in heaven is, is perfect. See Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. Priests are especially obliged to acquire that perfection because there are living elements of the eternal priest in order to attain more aptly the perfection of the one whose function they represent. They are ordered to perfection of life by the very sacred actions they perform every day, as well as by their entire ministry. In the following paragraph, the Council, quote, vehemently exhorts all priests to strive always toward greater holiness. This will make them more apt for the service of the people of God. The ideal that the Council recalls is that of unity and harmony of life, which comes from the imitation of Christ in the exercise of the ministry. It is pastoral charity, a trait that distinguishes the diocesan priest from the religious, to whom the council dedicates the decree perfecte caritatis. In Presbyterium Ordinus, it is also affirmed that from the unity of life arrives consolation and immense joy. It is striking how different this theological and spiritual perspective is from the petty sociological perspective of Francis in slandering of his priests. This is not perceived in the teachings of John Paul II and Benedict XVI, who honored priests. Another aspect to point out is that the Pope's calumnies are frequently directed at priests who are closer to tradition. He has called them, quote, backwardists because they, quote, look backwards. That is, because they do not follow the, quote, new paradigms proposed by the successor of Peter. This is how the canceled priests abound, who are swept away as scum from the exercise of the ministry. Rome's authoritarian progressivism is imitated all over the world. As it happens here in Argentina, in several dioceses where the cancellation of priest faithful tradition, a dogmatic and practical tradition, is exercised. The Pope does not cease to cause harm. His duplicity, both Jesuit and Argentine, inspires him in his worst decisions. Now it also moves forward against bishops. Joseph Strickland, Bishop of Tyler, Texas, was sacked, and he tries to neutralize the best among the successors of the apostles, imposing on them a coadjutor or sending an apostolic visitation. Among us in 2020, he liquidated the excellent Bishop of San Luis to replace him with a progressive who blesses, quote, in the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit, bypassing the eternal Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, so that the non-Christians who attend his ecumenical acts do not feel annoyed. In Argentina, the number of canceled priests is growing due to the Franciscan obedience of an irrelevant episcopate, which contemplates impassively how society is becoming de-Christianized. This distancing from the Christian origins inherited from Spain began among us at the end of the 19th century, and in recent times it has shown its social and cultural strength in the face of a weak Catholicism, to which the spread of progressivism has given the final blow. I must recognize a paradoxical fact which shows its mysterious character, the growth of some parishes faithful to tradition. 
where Catholics, especially the young, enjoy a normal liturgy, open to a devout participation in the Eucharistic sacrifice. I have said normal, without strange things, as it should be, and is not usually in the opaque mediocrity of progressivism imposed by the post-conciliar fantasy. The existence of this fact strengthens our hope in the future ecclesial recovery. The intercession of the Mother of the Church, whom we confidently invoke, will protect her. I think that was an interesting letter. And if he does issue something about Cardinal Burke, I'm recording this several days probably before you'll see it, I fully expect statements from the bishops who frequently correct Francis, and Hector Gore's been doing this for years, and he only just recently came across on my radar for this, but I expect to see letters from Strickland and uh, Bishop Schneider and others about the treatment of Cardinal Burke, especially once it actually becomes official, right? When those come, I, I expect to see Hector Gore among the bishops doing this, and it's worth noting here, I think, that this is all happening for a reason. And this, the, the canceling of traditional priests, it's happening for a reason. Whether they're traditional in the sense of being, you know, members of priestly fraternities or just diocesan priests who happen to offer sacramental absolution in the confessional using the preconciliar form and who offer baptism in the preconciliar form and who officiate weddings in the of pre-conciliar form and to offer the mass in the pre-conciliar form among other things because there's a range of there's a spectrum of what it means to be a traditional priest there just is whatever it is it's because this points to those priests point to the persistence of actual catholicism as opposed to this new religion of the ape of the church that we're seeing foisted upon the church this synodal church which they now often just refer to as the Synodal Church and rarely the Catholic Church anymore, That's little, or so it seems anyway. But I'm curious what you thought of that letter. Do you find what he says clear and simple and accessible or a little hard to grasp? Let me know what you think of this in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to share this on social media, that helps too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.